Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast, part of the cultural influencers from Christian International and Chantel Cooley Ministries. Here we discuss and share leadership lessons, stories, and experiences to help you move forward in life. Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast. Uh, we we just love being with you. This is a, a great time to really, I think, get encouragement from speakers. And I'm just so thrilled to have Sherilyn with us again. Sherilyn Miller-Hammond, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And of course, uh, we just did a podcast with you um, and it was so powerful. And I'm really excited about what the word you have for us today. And it's about Noah. And of course, we've heard some prophetic words about Noah and how it's connecting to the times we're living in even now. Yes. I mean, Noah... Noah was in the world's eyes. He was he wasn't very smart. He would, didn't know what he was doing, and but they didn't see what was coming. And God will prepare us. And God probably, if you look back, even in the last few months, if you really look back, and you'd be like, "Oh, God told me to do that. Now I get why He was telling me to do that." Or, "Oh, God had me doing that. That makes sense now." And uh, in the same respect, Noah. God's going to ask us to do things that seem ridiculous or seem to the world as though that's not going to help. That's not going to do any good. But in our in God's eyes, God knows what's coming next. And even though we don't know what's coming next, Noah listened to that voice of God. He he was he took hold of it. He didn't let go of it. He didn't let man tell him differently. He didn't let uh, people do different things uh, to convince him otherwise. He stood faith on what he heard God say, and he did what God told him to do. And he managed well. Again, my book in my book is about managing your life well, and Noah managed what God gave him. And even though it seemed ridiculous at the time, that's what God told him to do. He didn't tell other people to do it. He didn't tell uh, his neighbor to do it. He told Noah to do it and so Noah was obedient and he managed what God gave him to do which was to build an ark he didn't know why he was building an ark he didn't understand he knew a flood was coming but that didn't make any sense to him so he just did what blindly did what God told us to do and that's very difficult to do it's very hard to blindly be obedient to God especially when people around about you are telling you otherwise but when you have when you have a situation like we have now you really have to hear the voice of God and hold on to that. I like what you said, blind faith. That's been a word in my head. Let's talk about that. I mean, this is blind faith that we're walking in, just like Noah. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying there's a lot of fear and a lot of false narratives, a lot of false. Um, you don't know what to believe. You don't know what's true. You don't know. Uh, there's a lot of fear being thrown out there. There's a lot of doubt being thrown out there. And Noah could have grabbed hold of any of that. He could have said, but we know that we're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. We know that we have a heavenly father that loves us and is a good father. And we know all things work together for our good. So we know these things so we can stand on these things, no matter what other people are saying, no matter the news is saying, no matter what the health people are saying, we know that God will protect us, that God is with us, that God will be by our side. And I know that even with this has come with a lot of guilt and shame and, and a lot of people, you know, feeling like a fear that they're going to get someone else sick, that they're going to 
hurt someone else or that they're going to do something wrong that's going to cause them to get sick or someone a loved one to get sick and so we just have to break that off you know i'm sure there was a lot of shame with noah i'm sure there was a lot of guilt that you know here i have my whole family building an ark and get ready to go into ark and you know they're all getting made fun of and and the people are talking about stoning them and and all these kind of things and i've got my family involved in this i'm sure noah felt all those things. I'm sure Noah felt guilt. I'm sure he felt shame. I'm sure he felt all those things, but he was like, no, I'm not going to let that come into my life. I'm going to stand firm. I'm going to have a faith that passes all understanding and a peace that passes all understanding. And I'm going to walk in what God told me to walk in and what I know. Yeah, that's powerful. Let's switch to something that's really on my heart that kind of ties into this. Of course, Noah had, he heard God's voice and it was a prophetic word, of course, to do what he had to do. And you've grown up in the prophetic with your dad being just like the forefront of all of this. How does all this tie into right now? Because, you know, God showed me we're going to be fine. Because there are prophetic words that have been spoken by over us and we have spoken over others that we know that hasn't come true yet. And we still got things to do. Amen. And, you know, God, God's not a liar. God, God's not a tease either. He doesn't tease you with a word and then say, oh, I changed my mind. He doesn't do that. He and the prophets have spoken. There's so many prophetic words out there and so many strong words of God um, online. I mean, if you go on Facebook or go on Instagram or any of the any of the social media, you can find I've never seen it so bombarded with preachers and <laughs> services and prophetic words and prophetic meetings. And I mean, there's some that went on for hours and 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 the prophets speaking. So you're probably hearing more than you've ever heard before of what the prophets are saying right now. And hearing preaching and worship and praise on on social media and the prophetic word you can stand on that word and you can believe God on that word and God says stand on it and decree it and speak it and believe it and as you do you'll see the you'll see it come to pass and the prophets are saying hey this is going to pass with Passover will come and we will this will go, go past pass Passover and it will uh, move forward and we're going to be okay. We're gonna come out the other side of this and God's gonna bring a great awakening. That's what most all the prophecies are saying. After this, it's gonna be a great awakening. God may be teaching us how to do things differently for a reason. God may be saying, hey, I want y'all to learn how to do the technology. I want you to learn how to do this, how to do that. We don't know why, but this is something God you know, is saying, learn it, do it. Te you know, teach your church, teach your people, teach them how to hear the voice of God, teach them how to stand firm in what and have a relationship with you, with me. And so the prophets are saying all this and we need to take heed and listen, because if you don't listen to the prophetic word when and the prophet when he comes, then things can go very poorly, as we've seen in many examples in the Bible that they didn't listen to the prophet and it didn't go well for them. Yeah, that's so powerful about how uh, the prophetic word is you've got to like hold on to it. Can we talk a little bit about maybe this during this time? I love how, what you've been talking about, how we've got to grow closer to God. Use this time instead of being all down and out, like pull yourself together and go, OK, what do I need to do to get ready? Because when this thing's over and it will end, I'm going to be ready to move forward. So what can people do 
you know, those prophetic words that they've received, I've heard a lot of people say, go ahead and just pull them out and listen to them and declare them over yourself. For sure, for sure. Now's the time. If you got a tape, type it up and have it on your computer. You got time to listen to it, type it up. I know um, I listen on a, a tape or on, the, on a, my phone. I have s- several words on my phone and it doesn't have the same effect as if you type it up, write it down and, and as you're typing it, you'll hear it and you're gonna hear something different. You know, sometimes you get a prophetic word and you're like, oh, I know exactly what they're talking about. That's this, this, and this. And then I've done this many times. A few years later, I pull out that same prophetic word and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is exactly for right now. This is exactly what I need to hear. So um, pull out those prophetic words, get those words. And, and you know, if you haven't gotten a prophetic word, just believe God to speak to you and give you a word and give you a rhema. You know, open your Bible and start reading it and believe God to speak because it's word. The, The Bible is alive and it's alive every day and it will speak to you and it'll give you a word. So if you have prophetic words, pull them out, type, make sure they're typed up, make sure you're listening to them, stand and decree them, don't let go of them. And if you don't have a prophetic word, get into the word of God and, and believe for him to speak to you and that rhema word, believe that he's gonna just give you that rhema word into your heart and your spirit to be able to encourage you and uplift you for the time ahead. These prophetic words, you know, I think a lot of us, we get them and we are so excited. And then all of a sudden uh, we forget those words. They're locked down and they're on our phones and we we forget about them. But this is the time to pull them out and start writing them out because there are times when I didn't even... I just listened to it one time and I didn't even write it out because I'm so busy. Do you, I think maybe what you've been saying too is uh, sometimes we can get so busy doing the work, God's work. We, we're missing out on the relationship. Exactly. So many times you see, and I think this is, you know, you see ministers fall, ministers um, have difficulty. During this time, I think it's very important that we know the difference between faith and pride and ego. There's a difference between having faith and there's a difference and between being in pride and ego and the difference in wisdom and fear. We have to walk in wisdom and not in fear. And and it's a, sometimes it's a fine line between the two. And I think a lot of ministers will fall and not really stay on course because they don't really take hold of what God said. They don't have that foundation. They get so busy in name and being known and being on, you know, on the platform or doing the work that they don't have that foundation in relationship like they should have. So in turn, um, they might fall into pride or fall into fear or doubt or unbelief or other things. And during this time is that time to build that foundation so we don't fall into those areas, so we don't get turned aside, that we don't listen to false prophets, that we don't listen to false speakers or things or let pride well up inside of us and, oh, I'm going to do this no matter what. I'm standing in faith. Some, you know, you just have to make sure you're really standing in faith. If God told you to do it, do it. But make sure that's what God's speaking to you clearly. So... Before we go, 
maybe give us some um, suggestions on how to go deeper in the word. Maybe some of your personal things you do to share with us. I always love to hear what others are doing. And then I, I take parts of that and add it to what I'm doing, how I'm getting in the word. Because sometimes I think you got to shake it up a little bit. You know, you could get a little, You if you don't watch out, you can get really bored. And that's not what God is all about. He's, yeah. you know, so talk about I, that. Well, I, I have an app on my phone that plays the scripture that you will read the Bible to me because I'm dyslexic. I've been dyslexic through school and stuff. I mean, I'm not confessing it, but it's just a fact that I have trouble reading and I've always had trouble reading because I'm, I have difficulty with dyslexia. And um, so I have an app on my phone and um, it, I will actually listen to it while I go, till I go to sleep and it'll just keep reading the scripture. And um, I'm, I think it turns off somewhere along the way <laughs> because it's still not playing when I wake up. <laughs> but I leave it plugged into the charger and I just let the, the scriptures play till I fall asleep. And then the next morning I'm on a whole, I'm maybe gone through a whole book, but, and I, I, it's playing all night. And then I also just listen to it. I send my kids a scripture every day. I have four children. And every day, I, uh, there's a scripture that comes up every day on the app, and I send it out to my kids, and I send a prayer to them every day. And I just, I text them. They probably get annoyed. They probably have probably 365 texts every year with the <laughs> prayer, but um, I, you know, they can't do anything about it except not read it or, you know, block me, I guess. I don't know if there's a way to block me, but can't <laughs> block mom. <laughs> so I just send them a scripture. I send them a prayer every day. I, uh, you know, just teaching them and being, you know, I can't, two of my children live in Pensacola. Um, my other child lives here with me, uh, my other two, but I send them this text every day and I send them a scripture and I listen on the app and uh, of course I read I I also read the scripture it's a little more difficult for me to comprehend so maybe you have a hard time comprehending the scripture um, they have very different versions on this app and you can read whatever version of the Bible the NIV the message Bible the whatever translation you want to read you can do Bible study if you have Logos Bible study doing the study on online and working with that is excellent new version is the app i use and so there's many different ways um, my kids there's a app for the kid uh, grandkids i have five grandkids that they can go on there and it has scripture and they, it's cartoon like and they can read the scripture and they it tells them stories and so right now is the time use your technology use your technology there's so much out there that you can get that they and they love to play on the computer and all that kind of stuff so you know and you can just get the word and you can study out certain certain concepts and certain words and you know do all kinds of stuff you can do it all online and of course you have your bible you can read and study for yourself and so such good um, suggestions to add to what we're already doing i, I love that you know, it was really interesting what you just said that you had dys, you have dyslexia 
and but you wrote a book and (laughs) how powerful and I feel like there's a lot of people listening I just feel feel like prompted by the Holy Spirit that um, maybe think that they can't do certain things because they have limitations but you didn't you didn't let that stop you and you just wrote the book it's out now and maybe talk a little bit about that and encourage others and let's pray over them prophetically whatever the Lord shows you that you know what that you can go against the impossible Amen. You can. And there's nothing impossible to them that believe. And there's ways to make things work. I had a person help me with my book and and I had the concept. I had I had preached the message. I had and then uh, Rebecca Francis came in and she was uh, such a blessing and helped me. Uh, She uh, with the book, she helps lots of people with publishing and working with books. And she just came in and helped me. And God gave me the ability because again I struggle to comprehend I have to read a paragraph then I have to go back and read it again to understand what I read and it was just very difficult uh, with the with the issues I've I've had but yeah it was pretty surprising to everyone that of all of us I wrote a book because it's just not wasn't but it was what God called me to do and I had I felt I had a message and uh, I also don't like to be on the platform much and be out front of people. So I said, this is a good way. I'll just hand them the book and say, okay, I don't have to come preach at the church or travel. I just give you my book. Uh, and then yeah. that's what I have to say. So, yeah. so uh, but yeah, that hasn't worked out too well for me either. Now, and now <laughs> you're on podcast. I know, I know. It's it's not, it's not where, as much as I try to hide in the background, it's not working. So, uh, but, but I will, I want to pray for everyone. Father, right now, we believe you to give people courage during this time, Lord Jesus. Lord, to give them the courage, even though that circumstances say you can't do this, you can't do that, or this, you're not able to do that. Um, right now, if we're ever handicapped in some way um, to go out and to minister to people and do things, but God, you're going to give them creativity. Lord, I just decree a new creativity, a new ability, even to come up with new and creative ways to touch people, to touch their own lives, to touch their families, to touch those around about them. Lord, give them divine creativity during this time, Lord Jesus. And Lord, give them the courage to be able to do what you've called them to do. Even if they don't feel able, even if they don't feel like they're capable, Lord, you make us able. You don't qualify, you qualify us, Lord Jesus. You give us the ability to do what you've called us to do. You make us able. Lord Jesus, if you call us to do something, Moses said, I can't speak. I I can't do it. I need Aaron. But God, you gave him Aaron, Lord Jesus. You gave him a help in a time of need, Lord Jesus. And you will make us able. You will enable us to do what you called us to do, Father God. And we just uh, decree courage and ability and creativity on everyone listening at this time in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I really felt the Holy Spirit on that prayer. Thank you. That was very encouraging. Well, we're, we're, we're about done, and I want you to remind everyone how to receive your incredible book. Uh, you can get my book on, it's called Stewarding Your Best Life, and you can get it on Amazon.com, or you can go to ChristianInternational.com and order it from the bookstore there. Is there anything going on during even during this time that we should be aware of that we can find you guys and listen to some other, some of the, uh, some of the team speaking? Uh, there's several people on Facebook. If you go to our page on Facebook at Christian International and Vision Church 
uh, Facebook pages and uh, they're doing they're doing uh, Zoom meetings and they're doing um, communion every day. Apostles Tom and Jane do communion every day, usually with Bishop. And uh, so you can listen to them and take communion with them daily. And there's, uh, yeah, if you go to our website or go to our Facebook pages, you can you can connect there. There's a lot okay. going on. There sure is. And I want to remind everyone, um, during this downtime, also those who are in the business world, I've got a lot of courses available. You can go to ChantelCooley.com. They're on um uh, servant leadership. They're, they're secular courses written. I, I own Columbia Southern University and I wrote those for them, uh, for the university. And um, uh, Foundations for Success is one course. It's 10 weeks. Uh, it doesn't require you to do much except listen to videos and read content. And there's also another one, Building Your Team. So I think this is a time to get yourself ready to go deeper with God. If you're a business person, get get information on how to grow yourself in leadership communication learn how to delegate i mean these are things Sherilyn, that you're involved in every day even in the church world you've got to build teams and uh, yes. it's, it's powerful uh, if you don't have these things you don't you're not able to move forward in life correct correct yes so uh, we've got a lot here to offer you. ChantelCooley.com. Go to get Am- go to Amazon. Get a Sherlyn's book too, because you've got to go deeper with God. You've got things you've got to do. Amen. Amen. <laughs> at the end of this, we're going to be out of it and in another another level that we've never seen before. Well, we're going to have you again. It's always so encouraging to have you, and um, I'm glad that you're pushing yourself and your example. <laughs> <laughs> of like going, I'm just going. I have something to say. You truly have something to say. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, we love you, and we'll see you next time. All right. Love you too. Bye. Bye bye. For more information on Christian International, visit ChristianInternational.com. And for more information on Chantel Cooley Ministries, visit ChantelCooley.com.